Hey friend, how's the new year going so far? If you're like most busy Christian women, juggling all the things in midlife and business in 2024, I'm guessing even though you still have 356 days left in the year, you're already feeling like it's not going to be enough to get it all done. The Bible reading plan with the Lord to stick with, the time alone with your hubby to prioritize, the long distance connection with family and friends to maintain, the business with new clients to grow, the stewardship with resources to invest, the health and wellness to finally get under control, the passions to do what lights you up and finally pay them attention to, oh, and the dwelling and home to de-decorate, organize, and maintain. Yep, you're carrying a lot. And most likely, all or most of it is on your shoulders. So before we go a minute further into the year, I want to challenge you to rethink your time perspective, to go from lack to abundance. And no, not because you repeat a mantra enough times, but because it's what God says is true about the amount of time that he has given you. In this fresh time perspective, it is what is going to shift everything about how you use your time this year. You ready to uncover some untrue beliefs and replace them with his truth? Good. Let's redeem our time together. Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list? It's a disordered heart. And a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on Him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business, from launching kids to aging parents, caring for your needs to serving your clients, investing in relationships to serving in your community, oh, and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you, you just need to get more organized. And chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, you'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should-do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years. And I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then, God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use his truth along with time management tools to discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar because I'm going to show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? Hey friend, speaking of perspective in the new year, are you choosing to see the faith or the fear? What doubts and questions are keeping you from stepping out into what he's called you to? Before you do anything more with that super cute planner you bought, and did you know the Redeem Her Time planner will be in your hands this time next year, Lord willing? So before you lay out any more of those great plans you have for the rest of the year, I want to challenge you to lay out all the beliefs you currently have around what you're called to in the time you have to do it. Because chances are you're stuck in the if-onlys. If only I had the clarity around what I'm supposed to do, rather than what I or others think I should do. If only I had the time to take the steps of faith and obedience 
to follow where he's calling and see the fruit it produces. At exactly the time I was preparing this episode, one of my redeemed midlife CEO clients messaged to share that she is taking steps to prune the voices that have been feeding the old stories in her head by leaving those platforms so she can make space for God to speak. And I hope she doesn't mind me sharing that it's not the first time she's felt prompted to do this. In her words, she said, I think he told me to do it months ago, and I was afraid of what would be thought of or said about me, but I don't live for their expectations anymore. It's like I had to remove the stones in my soil for the new seeds to be planted. Amen and amen. Already, as a part of the redeemed midlife CEO experience, she's getting clarity from the Lord on where he is calling her to grow in both her life and her business, and she's creating space in her calendar by removing the distractions. Her if-onlys are turning into her with-gods. Is that what you want in this next year or two? To no longer be held back by the fear of what others will think or say, and turn off their voices so you can clearly hear and see his direction? Often we say, if only I had clarity, or if only I had time, when it's been sitting there all along, it's just buried under all the noise that we have allowed in. If that's you, my friend, I want to encourage you to go visit ifonlyconference.com and grab your spot for the virtual If Only Conference 2024, where Megan Nilsson and I are partnering together with God to challenge your vision and time perspective. So that way, You're no longer held back thinking you don't have clarity or time to do what he's put on your heart. It's happening in just over a week on January 19th, so now is the time to commit to join us. And if you really want to make this year different than all the rest, be sure to add the VIP Implementation Coaching Session at checkout for an additional 90-minute interactive workshop to map out your next steps. Girl, we are so excited about what God is going to do, because this whole idea was his. So be sure to share the link with a few besties, or better yet, invite everyone you know, because this is how things are going to change for all of us. And we can't wait to see you there. So right now, pop over to ifonlyconference.com and grab your spot before the noise of the world distracts you and you run out of time again. Speaking of which, how are you feeling about the time behind you already now that we're nine days into a new year? And looking ahead to the 356 that lay ahead. If you're like most busy Christian women, juggling all the things in midlife and business in 2024, I'm guessing, even though you still have 356 days left in the year, you're already feeling like it's not going to be enough to get it all done. The Bible reading plan with the Lord to stick with, the alone time with your hubby to prioritize, the long-distance connection with family and friends to maintain, the business with new clients to grow, the stewardship with resources to invest, the health and wellness to finally get under control, and the passions to do what lights you up to finally pay attention to. Oh, and the dwelling in the home to de-decorate, organize, and maintain. Yep, you're carrying a lot. And most likely, all or most of it is on your shoulders in both life and business. No wonder you feel like there's never enough time. But when you focus on the lack in your time, are you tempted to try to save up leftovers for a rainy day or to borrow from yesterday or tomorrow? I'm guessing you do because that's what I did too. And when I saw only the lack, I felt like I was always running to catch up, trying to create more on my own, or using multitasking to try to make what I had go further. I was always striving, yet barely surviving, because there was still never enough. But then, God changed my time perspective, such that I started to view it as a daily gift from Him that was exactly what I needed. I started to see the abundance of His provision 
and trusted, then even when I didn't think it would be enough to cover my needs, it always was. Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Would you rather start thriving and be completely satisfied because he's always giving you what you need? Good. Together, we're going to change our time perspective starting today. Rather than a lack time perspective that says there's never enough, believe that God can and will provide all the time you need for what you're called to this year and beyond. 2 Corinthians 9.8 reminds us, And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Maybe you recall a few weeks ago, I mentioned God showed me something really cool during our study of the Sermon on the Mount at church. Well, my friend, today is the day to share it with you. So here's how the story went down. And can I just say, I'm so blessed by my pastor's teaching and have some of my best Holy Spirit downloads while sitting in the pew. You should see how much I've written down on my bulletin by the end of a service. Anyway, on this particular Sunday, he was preaching on the Lord's Prayer, which really should be called the Disciples' Prayer, since Jesus was giving a pattern for our prayers as members of his kingdom. The first three prayer requests are very God-focused, that his name would be set apart as holy in our hearts, that his kingdom would come in the here and now, that his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. And what's interesting is that our prayers could technically stop there, because if all of this life is building towards all of him and his kingdom anyway, I think Jesus just covered all the bases. But he didn't stop there. He went on to add three more requests that seemed to focus on us, but really are still all about him. That he would provide bread for our daily needs. That he would provide forgiveness for our daily sins. That he would provide protection for our daily temptations, aka distractions. And notice that all three of those are daily requests, which means that we are to pray this kind of prayer with all six requests on the daily. Do you? Not in just a rote manner, we parrot back the words we've memorized, but in a real way where we connect with our creator and sustainer. That's a way different way of praying, don't you think? But it gets even better because when our focus, our pastor focused in on the give us this day our daily bread, he asked this life-shaping question. What is your daily bread? You see, we live in a modern day society where I'm guessing that none of us wake up wondering if we'll have enough bread for the day or where we'll get it from if we run out, right? Chances are, You've got plenty stored in your pantry, your fridge, your freezer, or you've sworn off bread for health reasons and never really think about it. In such case, it's easy to breeze right past the request for our daily bread. But that wasn't the case for the original audience of the Sermon on the Mount, who were dependent on bread as a staple in their daily diet. Or for the children of Israel. You see, when they were in the wilderness, they literally had to depend on God alone to provide their daily bread and in it, I believe, is a lesson for us today. I recently read a book that traces different themes or symbols or objects through scripture, and one of those that pops up often is bread. In fact, did you know that bread is mentioned 302 times in various contexts throughout both the Old and New Testament, symbolizing sustenance, life, and spiritual significance? Genesis 18:5, and I will bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh your hearts. Exodus 25.30, put the bread of the presence on this table to be before me at all times. Matthew 4.4, Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. 
John 6:35. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. 1 Corinthians 10:17. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all share the one loaf. Girl, we could stop here, because that is enough to chew on, pun intended. But you may have noticed I left out a significant reference to bread from Exodus 16:4, which says, Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. You see, the Israelites did not have Instacart to get their daily bread, let alone amber waves of grain to make their own, like undoubtedly they did in Egypt. In the world's eyes, and probably even in their own, they got nothing. But in reality, they've got everything because they have him. They have a faithful God who not only can make bread rain from heaven, but who can and will sustain that provision not only for the 40 years they would wander in the wilderness, but for all of time for all of his people. And they were completely dependent on him for their needs on the daily. You see, They couldn't scrape and save from today's supply to have more for tomorrow. Those who tried woke up to rot and maggots. And they couldn't even try to gather extra each day, because those who gathered less had just enough, as did those who gathered more. They were only given exactly what they needed for that day. So back to that question my pastor asked, what is the daily provision I'm dependent on him for each day? As soon as I heard the question, the answer was suddenly clear, my time. You see, you can't save up time from yesterday for a rainy day when your time bank feels low. You can't borrow from tomorrow because you need more today. You literally are dependent on him to wake you up every morning and to lay another 24 hours in front of you. So are you praying for him to provide today for your daily needs, aka your time? Or are you now committed to making that a part of your conversation with him? You see, prayer has never been about him as if he didn't already know our needs. I'm pretty sure he knew you would need another 24 hours today and tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that because prayer is about reminding ourselves that it's not about us and that ultimately we can't create our time, save our time, or extend our time. It's about us putting ourselves before him in total dependence for our daily needs and I believe that that includes our time. The rest of the world looks at how much time they have. But as believers, we look at the one who gives us all the time we need. So before we go, let me give you three steps to practically apply the R from our RISE acronym. Rethink your time so you can redeem it. Are you ready? Step number one, assess your lack time perspective. We've clearly established that our thoughts become what we believe, which steers our emotions and execution, ultimately steering our results. Hence, the steer belief map I shared with you on episode 203. And 95% of the time, our thoughts are on repeat, including the negative ones that are based on fear and lack. So no wonder we often stay stuck in the there's never enough time mentality. It's time to take those thoughts captive and lay them out on paper so you can finally see them for what they are and get to the root. Better yet, change them. Step number two, believe in his abundant time provision. You see, the world tells us a lot of things that are untrue. You don't have enough time, like it's all under your control. You can find the time, like it's just hiding under that one rock. You can stretch out your time, like it's just a matter of making better use of it. 
And when we listen to those voices, no wonder we have a lack of time perspective. But God's word says otherwise, and his word is trustworthy and true. And his promises are always yes and amen. So I don't know about you, but I'd much rather listen to the author of time, the one who exists beyond time, and build my thoughts on believing what he says. Which leads us to step three. Step out in faith to redeem your time. If you follow the steer belief map up to this point, you know that we don't stop with our wrong beliefs, whether they're about your time or anything else in your life or business. Once we identify his truth about who he is and what he says about the situation, we then use that as our new foundation upon which to build new thoughts, new emotions, which then lead to new execution, AKA actions, which create, you got it, new results. In faith that he will be faithful to give us an abundance of all that we need to do all that we are called to, we confidently take one minute, one hour, one day at a time, knowing that unless he calls us home, which is our ultimate destination, tomorrow he will give us another 24 hours. And like I always say, if he thought we needed 25 hours to do what he called us to, guess what? He would have given it to us. I don't know about you, but I'm going to choose to focus on his abundant time provision, not on my lacking time limits. But it all comes down to what you choose to believe. That's why you need to rethink your time. And then my friend, watch out, because this girl with God is equipped with all she needs to do what she's called to. So look to him instead of your calendar. Look to his abundance instead of your lack. Look to his faithfulness instead of your inconsistency. And then you will have all the time you need this year and beyond. Do you want to join us to really make some changes in how you think about your time? I want to invite you to come join the conversation inside the Redeem Her Time community. In fact, here is today's community question. Where do you get stuck when it comes to your time perspective? Is it A, recognizing your untrue thoughts and beliefs about time? B, identifying what he says about time and tuning out the world's advice? Or C, stepping out in faith with new thoughts, emotions, and actions? Friend, it all starts with listening to his voice. So if you haven't already, I invite you to register for the If Only Conference 2024 at ifonlyconference.com and be sure to grab the VIP implementation coaching session to start seeing it happen. Because ultimately, it's all for him, from him, through him, and to him. So let's commit our time perspective to him. Let's pray. Dear Father, we thank you, as we are still here at the beginning of the year, that you know exactly what each day, each week, each month, as well as each hour, each minute, and each second holds. And God, when we feel like we don't have enough, you say that you are enough and that you give us all the time that we need for what we are called to. Lord, I pray that you would help us to be able to recognize the untrue thoughts and beliefs that we have around our time. Help us to identify what you say about it and start tuning out the world and their advice. And may we step out in faith because on your truth, we want to build new thoughts, emotions, and actions to create fruit for your kingdom. And thank you, Father, that you don't leave us alone, that not only do we have the indwelling of your Holy Spirit, who guides and directs us, but we also have one another inside community and coaching. And so Lord, we give you the rest of this year. We want to redeem our time. We want to be fruitful for your kingdom. And we know that we can only do it when we look to you first. And we're excited for what it is that you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. 
Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.